Hatihei Mauriora, Inga Mana, Inga Rio, Ero Rangatirama. Kia ora and welcome to Māori Initiatives Podcast Show, Tamangai the Mouthpiece, in association with podcast.nz. Thanks for joining us. As each week, our guests share a part of their life's journey to Te Iratangata, improve quality of life. Atihei Mauriora, Inga Mana, Inga Rio, Ero Rangatirama. Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou Kia ora, welcome to Tamangai, I call Steve Takawingua, here with my bro, Greg, uh, call Greg Takawingua. <laughs> uh, kia ora, good to have you back with us again uh, with Tamangai, where every week we get in a special guest speakers, just sharing their life stories, uh, how did they get where they are and where are they heading. Uh, and this week we're just really privileged to have with us uh, B, uh, Scott, and Farno. And we'll do a little whakafanonga tanga in a moment. Uh, Ronia, I'm sick of that name. Baron- oh, oh, got <laughs> correction already. B is not her name. Okay, Baronia. <laughs> yeah, that's her name. Thank you, Fire. Yeah, you should have told me that before the program. Oh, yeah. I don't mind B. Yeah, we're in trouble already. Uh, no, no, all good. So. Uh, tonight, yeah, we just thought we'd get uh, Baronia in to share her life story. Uh, she's doing some pretty special work. I've had the privilege of actually working with her over the last few months uh, around a pretty cool arts and crafts project, although we don't like that name, so <laughs> Baronia will sort us out on that. Uh, so yeah, we'll just start off with a whakawhanaungatanga. Kia ora, good to have you yeah. with us, Baronia. Tēnā koe, Stephen, tēnā koutou. Um, ko... Ko Waitamata tōku moana, ko Maunga Keke tōku moa, um, maunga, uh, ko, ko Rākei tōku marae, um, ko Mahu ki te rangi tōku waka, uh, e noho anau ki te, um, ki te Moana Street, a.k.a. The Hill, um, ko Baronia tōku ingoa, a.k.a. B. Kia ora. Kia ora. Fire. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> I didn't know. It was very, Tupuranga, i reira, uh, i nai nei ka noho māua, i runga i te, um, te triti o um, Kitimuana Street. No rākei marae, tōku marae, nga kei te rungo koutou, tāku um, pepeha, no tāku kōtiro, mm. i kōrero kia rā, kia koutou. Um, Na, ko waihun ahau i reira. Kia ora! <laughs> Kia ora, Steve. Kia ora koutou. Uh, my name is Steve and I'm also from Orake. Oh, Kia ora koutou. Uh, uh, ngā puna, ngā puna rua te maunga waitake o te awa. Horalta uh, te waka, tau tau wararangi te hapu, te aruuru te marae, ko aitanga ahauati te iwi, ko Steve Hutana Takaunga, and Greg's the same. <laughs> so, nah, nah, kia ora, kia ora, kia ora, good, day. good to do that, find out where we're all from. Uh, and of course, uh, I have to acknowledge our ahi car tonight. Uh, no. I, better, I better get that right. Yeah, I, I, our ahi car and the CBD and, and Tamaki Makoto and uh, Ngāti Whātou Ōrāke do a really good job of representing uh, in the rohi. And uh, I, I'm, I've been surprised all those early mornings and all those obscure places, yep. your whānau, they're, yep. they're there. They're there, they're yep. there, you know. There's Front talkers and, and there's walkers yep. and there's doers. And uh, 
but we just acknowledge our, uh, the lovely uh, work that you do in the, across the rohi and uh, you know let's mm. let's enhance it let's enhance it mm. so no kia ora. so Beatrice <laughs> would like to kick off uh, tell us every week we kind of just start off a bit about uh, who are you where did it all start for you yeah, so um, yeah so okay uh, born in born in Auckland um uh, mum, mum and I went down to Wellington, came back to Orake to look after our grandmother, or well, my grandmother, um, which took us back to Kitimuana Street and uh, been there ever since. Uh, 17 years old, decided to leave the country like most Māori young people do. Mm. Found, saved some money, flew to Australia and um, stayed there for 15 years. Um, so sorry, you, you grew up on the hill, though? Yeah, sort of we from moved what back. age to what age? I, we moved back um, when I was about seven. Mm. Um, I remember my seventh birthday um, receiving my first bike, Raleigh 20. Ooh. It was oh, like the you bomb too, bike. I had a yeah. Raleigh, 20. <laughs> Raleigh 20. Mine was green. Yeah, mine was burgundy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I yeah. smashed mine up on the only bike up in the street. Yeah, the only bike up in the street. Super flash. Um, but then I thought it was uncool when the choppers started coming out because yeah. like, rally 20s went uncool. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, 17, I left um, Kitimoana Street, flew into Sydney, made my way around Australia, ended up in Perth, uh, ran out of money, <laughs> started making my way back home. Um, Back to Sydney again and uh, stayed at one of my aunties and uncles' place. One of um, aunties passed away, Auntie Margaret and Uncle Richard Peters. He's still alive. Um, They took me in and my auntie, first thing she said is, you need to get a job, girl. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Didn't know where to start. Um, So she took me down to Bondo Beach and just told me to go into each restaurant Wow. And asked for a job, so I did, <laughs> and um, started. I started working um, at a takeaway shop called the Perfect Spud. Yeah, Gosh. awesome, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the Perfect the, Spud. The Perfect Spud, and it was. It was awesome. Yeah. And I thought I was living the dream, living on, living at Bondi, working on Bondi. Like dream. Walk outside on Bondi Beach, sit on the beach, have my Perfect Spud. And then, you know, and go home and save my money and, yeah, met a lot of people there. Um, yeah, so that was a few years and then I ended, worked my way up to management there. Um, and actually, I think I got the job because the owner, who was Australian, he was married to a Māori lady. Her oh, name was Aroha, oh, so that was my, my step in. Yeah, and um, Alan and Aroha, those were their names, and they were awesome couple they they taught me a lot they they um yeah they taught me a lot in retail especially so they built another business in darling harbour so they took me to darling harbour and i managed that shop um which was a huge tourist spot Mm. um and new at the time it's quite old now but um at that time was brand new Mm. So it was it was awesome fun, wow. you know, learning how That's to run a business. Yeah, yeah, spedicious. Then I left there because uh, I I think I just got bored. I get bored quite easily. Well, because they didn't do kumarai. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know kumarai. Um, so I went to I went and found another job and. Ended up in a bookshop, and I think I got that job as well because the manager, the owners, um, I had an interview with her. There was a lady there, a young young lady, who was from New Zealand as well. So that was my, because she must have been a great worker because mm. I just I had little experience in books. I had actually I had no experience in books, but I had experience in retail. So that was my little ticket in. Um, so I, I stayed there for 12 years um, working with this company and they wow. really, really looked after me. Mm, 12 years? Yeah, so I, managed, I ended up managing bookshops in Sydney, um, three bookshops. I went up to about four. Then I had the superstore, which was um, 
one of the biggest bookshops in Sydney. Um, they took me to America, America. to um, to the International um, Book Fair to buy books because that was what that's what they did. What was that like? That was amazing. That was my first time to America. So, and I so missed like my every flight. book on the planet is yeah. Like... All the companies around the world go to Chicago. And um, there's a German one which I didn't get to. I got to the Chicago Book Fair, which is huge. It's massive, and. Mm, <laughs> Me, little, you know, young lady from New Zealand, first time overseas, or well, living in Australia, but that's only across the ditch, so it's not that far. But going over to America and um, finding my way around there, being so big and fast, a lot faster than Sydney, and I didn't think Sydney was that fast, but America was really, it was cool. Uh, Yeah, so I worked my way up there. I came home because my mum's sister got sick in 2000, no, 2000, the year 2000, and um, I said to my mum that I was going to come home, which right. I never thought I ever would. Mm. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I, I went back to Australia because my auntie passed away, and I went back to Australia and I gave my boss a year's notice, and they didn't want me to leave, mm. so... But I said I had to. Mm. I connected home. I reconnected, sorry. I reconnected to home. Um, Yeah, I never thought I would. Mm. I never thought I'd come back until I retired and Mm. move home and, you know, go to the marae and sit on the pai pai. But, yeah, so 2001, I flew home, Anzac Day. And, yeah... Soon as I landed, it hasn't really slowed down. It's mm. been awesome an experience being home. Um, I took three months off because I I worked myself stupid over in Australia, I've, and I always said I made myself my bosses rich <laughs> and me not rich. <laughs> so I was like, that me? doesn't work. <laughs> I worked my butt off for them basically, and they looked after me. But mm. you know. Um, if I'd stuck around, they would have. Um, they both passed away now. They were family business, and the company's right. actually closed down now. In the last five years, I think they've okay. closed down. They don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm home, and uh, mum was. Mum's always been at the marae, and she came home and told me that there was a wānanga there, and one of our aunties, Auntie Alice, asked what I was doing. And mum said, oh, nothing. <laughs> Tell that girl to get up to the marae, come up to the wānanga. So I was like, oh, okay. So I went up and um, not knowing what to expect, uh, Auntie Alice had a um, korowai wānanga with uh, kahutoi te kanawa. Right. Um, and there was a lot of whānau there who were learning for the first time how to how to make korowai. Um, wow. So I sort of walked in and didn't know what to do. I didn't even know what a harakeke looked like. I didn't even wow. know what... I knew nothing. And I've always said that I was greener than the harakeke. So, <laughs> so, you know, there were a lot of weavers who have woven for years, and my, including my whānau, some of my whānau, who have woven for years and never got to muka, never got to korowai. So I... I think I was just meant to go there. It was my time, I suppose, um, to head to Korowai. So Auntie Alice showed me how to haro, how to extract the muka, and I loved it. I just loved doing that mahi. And I think I fell in love with it from then, from that time. And that was 13 years ago. Wow. Where are we? 17? No, 16 years ago. Um, so th- my passion in Raranga grew from there. Um, Auntie Alice basically, without me knowing, put me under her under her wing. I didn't even know. <laughs> I had no idea. And I found out afterwards by another very close mm. weaver, um, Te Hemoata, she was the one who told okay. me, and I was mm. like, whoa, blown away by that. Um, uh, yeah, so over the years, um, 
I worked that first korowai wānanga was a wānanga for whānau who learnt how to make a korowai and we wove it for the marae. Mm. Um, and there was a lot of whānau involved in it. A lot of them have passed on mm. now. And um, it was a, a continuation from um, the 70s when um, Digaris and Rangimari Digaris yes. Takanoa and Rangimari mm. Hetit came up to the Marae to teach Auntie Alice and my nannies yeah, how yeah, to weave koroi. That's all on the board, eh? Inside the, yes. the whare, eh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we, we, that first koroi was um, uh, woven in the 70s. Um, and I think it was a, it, it was a um, teaching and learning of the skills right, to so keep the skills koroi, alive. Where is this? Is this up at... Or it's at Orake, or, yes. The, is that where it was made? Yes, it was at, made it in that little whare that you've been in, yeah, Te Puawai, okay. yeah. So, uh, well, first thing is, it's interesting, sort of looking at the matauranga, the knowledge that you are gaining mm. uh, from that young age. Uh, it seems you've got a gift for the, the management, being able to manage things and get things into order and mm. the process. So, yeah, yeah. it's just sort of just trying to sort of piece parts of the the kete together yeah uh so th- you've got your management skill uh, you've gone overseas you've had a little bit of support people are believing in you giving yep, you that absolutely so they're yeah. seeing something in you and then you're bringing that back now um yeah. Yeah. now for our listeners some will know about this this little furry uh <laughs> up on the hill uh it, it, i think it's really important to honor that um so maybe if, if you and Fire could tell us, what is it? Uh, and why did that spark um, this lovely work that you're, you're now engaged with? Uh, I've only just learnt the history or a part of the history just of late, um, probably in the last eight, ten years, um, only because we've been going through um, um, a lady's collection her name's Margaret Boyce and she, Margaret Boyce yes oh, okay. and she collected everything and anything to do with Orake um, for years I have no idea how many years um, so we've been going through this collection it's up at the George Gray Auckland Library up at the George Gray collection right oh Governor Gray um, so we've been going through that so the history, the, the building started, it was one of the first buildings on the Marae. Oh, wow. And <clears throat> it was originally a, um education play centre for the mums and the kids to come along. The kids to play, play to come in and play and after school and do their homework and the mums would help. The nannies would sit there and weave. Now, when is this? What time period? This was around the 50s. 1950s. Yeah, around the 50s, 60s. They used to have after work after school classes right so just again uh, historically you've been essentially booted up there by the government and the council right yes. from the early that was 50s in the, that was in the 50s yeah when you were down in okahua yeah and um i mean that was that's not a good passage of time right then though but so this is sort of within 10 years yeah of yeah. that occurrence, yeah. Uh, again, of course, we all know the the Auckland Council what they burnt down the marae, yeah, That's and right. then forced you up the hill as yep. a people, right? Yeah. Uh, so they right. a lot of whānau couldn't fit up there because they only had, I think, it was it thirteen houses up there? Thirteen uh, houses. Yeah, I think, and not all of whānau could fit, so a lot of whānau went out to Pamua, Gleninus. Wow. Um, Unless you were on the whakapapa, you did not get a house there. Yes, we, unless we had, you're on yeah, the fuckapapa, yeah, we had so whānau, direct yeah. descendants. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we had, yeah. So um, the Te Puawai was put, well, taken up there for the kids with Margaret Boyce and Auntie Alice. Um, Margaret Boyce's background was a teacher, um, so she wanted to carry on educate. Education was a really solid foundation for her. Uh, so she found education to be a top priority for our whānau, for the kids. Right, yeah. Um, so they started that play centre um, and it sort of morphed itself into a raranga mahi toi room. Wow. 
Um, a lot of teaching had ha- has happened in that whare. Mm. Um So you've got the parents sitting around the outside almost, what, actively? Yep, weaving, doing, making tukutuku. Whāriki and tukutuku? Um, not so much whāriki, more kete, okay. um, poi, <coughs> um, tukutuku, uh, the, all the different types of kete, there's, there's so many different types that you can make. So they used to do a lot of fundraisers. So the marae was built with a lot of fundraising of, wow. of tukutuku. The mum and them would um, go to the museum, Auckland Museum, and do your demonstrations mm. um, in Hutunui. Right, Around yes. in that forecourt area. Yes, yes. Um, I remember going there after school and having a play around the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> so there was a yeah, it was a lot of um, a lot of hard work for mm. our nannies and, mm. and, and mum and them and. What was the name? What's the name of the fari? Tepuawai. Tepuawai. Yeah. Fari. Mm. It's not very big, eh? For all the things that happen in there, that's no. It's actually quite a small space, yes. eh? Yes, uh, it is. But it does. It's not about the size, eh? No. You know, we had we that. had our fari, We had a prefab next to Tepuawai, and that was our fari nui mm. for many years. And that, and um, we had a little room attached to it, which we, which was um, where they used to do kairo, mm. and um, and then later on, Uncle Uncle Two Brown, he used to live. He was a caretaker. Ah, right. And yeah. he used to mow the lawns, and he used to stay in there. Um, and then we, I don't know when I was too little, but we. Um, Got a built a little fare, a fare mui called Te Koha, um, which is now next to the fare nui, um, and yeah, so that there was only if probably four buildings on the marae. Oh, really? When we yeah, first yeah. started, well, well the fare nui the... didn't turn up to what nineteen ninety one or something as a Auckland City Council, eh? Yeah, they yeah. they commissioned a lot of the mm-hmm. mahi and and got the government. Um, okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I was only a snotty nose kid running around. <laughs> I didn't know what was going. We used sure. to play in the hole that they dug <clears throat> out for our farikoi, <laughs> and that was our playground, the hole of oh, the ground. <laughs> yeah, we used yeah. to fill up with the water, um, and we used to play in the paddocks, play bull rush in the paddocks, because they used to have cows in the paddocks. Oh, we right. out on Takaparafo, there was a farmer there, had cows there, so wow. we used to play there. But we had an area, we knew sometimes the cows, you know, like the cow shit would be on the ground <laughs> and run into it. Ah, yeah. oh, damn! <laughs> 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 Got to go wash your feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Well, maybe uh, fire, What was were you involved at that time uh, with with the ladies? And Yeah, we, I what was, was that like? Tell then. us a little bit about that. They used to make us. We had to listen. There was no saying no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think that's changed. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> um, yes, I've been there since the marae was built. We were doing the tukutuku for the whare. Yeah, well, lovely tukutuku. His, his mother was there. Um... Me and well, my what cousins. What was her name? Alice. Alice. Oh, no. Alice Pema. Uh, Auntie Mary. Yeah, Auntie Mary, Auntie Anne. Mm. Uh, Watani. Mm. Yeah. Auntie Mary Whitaker. Um, Auntie Tiki. Auntie Tiki Paul. I think that was it. And your and the lady Debbie Debbie Speed. Oh, and Debbie work, Speed. She used to work with um, Mum. So I used to go there after school and have a go on took it took it. I used to sit at the back. Mum was always at the back, so I'd sit on the seat, and then they'd I'd learn. I wasn't learning. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was like just doing what they told me to do. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure. Those took it took in the house at. Uh, a beautiful. The, the lot you see today, that's the second one. Yeah. Because the first um, fight it got burned. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Very sad. Mm. Um, the carvings obviously mm. were, um, fared better in the fire, um, mm. but the tukutuku not so much. 
No. Mm. no. Were they pretty totally much all destroyed? Gone. A lot yeah. of Manuhiri they come to that Mara, they don't believe that. They they're unique. Those those carvings. Oh, you? They think they're you know, unique, do they? Yeah, they do. Because they say, "What did they get burnt?" I say, "Yeah." I say, "Gee, they're beautiful." They are. Which they yeah. are. Yes. Our cousin cleaned them up, took all the burn off them, and. Wow. And bees, that's what Marais should them. do. They might have woken them up. You know, don't bury them. Keep yeah, your... well, you've got some discussions, I think, at, at the present. You've got the armors mm. is, is off the front mm. of the house, yeah? Mm. So I suppose you'd... But it took a long time. I mean, Uncle Bob, I wasn't there at the time, but Uncle Bob and Uncle John, they hid the carvings because there yeah. was a lot this of discussion. Uh, Uncle Bobby Hawk? Yeah. Oh. They hid the carvings. They took them away. Because there was a lot of discussions about, like burning them, burying them, and starting again. So yes, um, and I think Uncle Bob and Uncle, this is only my opinion. That I think they look beautiful. Mm. How Uncle John's cared for them, and brought. I think they they're stunning. Um, and they, like Mum says, they're, they're um, unique. Yeah, it's interesting. I was um, walking. You had the the honour to be able to just sort of up there with Willis, my um, here. And uh, just when you're standing amongst those carving, the wairua is just tangible. It's mm. it's yeah, it's also quite quite sad in, in some regards. It's almost as you look up the armor, and mm. um, there's there's narrative of you know your past, more recent, and your present. You know, uh, represented just on mm. those two carvings alone. Um, mm. The reason why I'm there is because I was put there by my aunties, they had a meeting because at the time my uncle was the rangatira okay and they wanted somebody to go around with him wherever he went and I said to them, I can't I can't speak Māori and and I don't know what they're talking about and they said well you just have to learn, just stay with your kuro and you'll learn and that's how I learned, was through him Yeah, it was them that put me in the furry. And I've been there ever since. As well, I said to everybody, the only time you'll, when I leave there, will be in the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that's no time soon. Won't be. Oh, you got to hang around for another 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, kia ora. So, yeah, we're just talking uh, to... With uh, Baronia and Fire uh, this evening, I'm just talking about uh, Baronia's life story, or getting a bit of a getting a bit of a history. Uh, we've heard a little bit about the Mataranga, the knowledge that's kind of brought you, some of the backstory about this lovely uh, fari and how instrumental it's been uh, for Ngāti Whātua in terms of preserving mana mm. whakapapa, uh the past and the present. That's so so important. Now, I'm aware that um, you've recently changed jobs. Uh, yes. Mm. Uh, would you maybe like to <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh, oh, why? Okay. Start with I'm going to kind of want to get a, get a little more than skin deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I know we know you've just sort of told us that you, you've been growing up in it. You took to it. You've been in it for the last 13, 14 years, but this is a big, you know, this is another step. Um, yeah, so just maybe tell our listeners what have you what have you done, and and maybe <laughs> why why have you done it? Oh, okay. Uh, so since coming home from Australia, I well, I only had retail management skills, um, and I didn't want to go back there. I'd had enough. Yeah. I needed a sea change, so. Coming back to the marae, I sort of went straight to the the kitchen like most people do on their marae. So I went to the kitchen and my cousin was there, Hinamore Kemp, yeah. who's a trained chef, qualified chef, and mm-hmm. her sister is also a qualified chef. I've had her kai. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, I walked into the kitchen and basically picked up a tea towel like most people should do. <laughs> Most people, some people don't do, um, and just went from there, just doing whatever I could in the kitchen, helping out, learning, and I I had a really 
uh, in, I had a really big interest in kai, being in Australia because there's so much, um, so many different ethnic groups over there, yeah. and it actually opened my eyes up to kai. Uh, so coming back to New Zealand, I sort of wanted to try and experiment things with my whānau. <laughs> oh, aye, aye. And I did, and I still do. Um, and it's um, my cousin, yeah, she she would basically was the one who told me to get my tickets. So she passed away and in a car accident. So the year after that, I went, in, I went to AUT and I did uh, five years training. So oh, I trained, wow. I trained, no, four years, sorry, two years in um, a diploma in culinary arts, and then I did two years in a diploma in patissier. Well, what's, was that like? Desserts uh, pastries. and pastries and, mm. yeah, so, yeah. So I did the whole hog. <laughs> then yeah. I came home and, and basically started working in the kitchen and teaching our whanau how to how to not how to cook because a lot of them can already cook really awesome yeah. you know um but for me when i was at culinary school um every time i got a menu i would try and turn it into a marae menu like i would try and figure out how can i turn this menu into something that i could put at the marae oh. um so i did that for for most of the time I was there, and then when I when I did work at the Marae, because I worked at the Marae and studied at the same time. Oh, okay. So I did a lot of toing and froing, um, and just trying a lot of different things, the different kai, experimenting with kai with my whānau, yes. and yeah. So. Oh, cool! Hey, I just need to put this to the test. You know, it's one thing for the chef to say how yummy the kumara is, but let's put it to the test, Steve. <laughs> Is she, what do you think? <laughs> I, I think um, definitely Baronia's cooking passes the test. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's, uh, yeah, she's paying um, your mate. Yeah, but, but it's also, uh, she was able to use her, uh, those organisational skills that she talked about that she gained in Australia to work the kitchen into a, a system of management mm. that, that um, kind of started to set a really good standard for our kitchen mm. on the Marae. Kilda, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to say that, eh? She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's paying for tea. <laughs> oh, you got to get mm. down and dirty, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's Paddy Cody, but she'll talk about that soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got to contest. I had you, the, what did we have the other night? Oh, something you put on. It was beautiful. Oh. <laughs> that was mind-blowing. Yeah. Oh, that frangipani tart. Oh, yeah, oh, that yeah. too. Oh. <laughs> anyway, back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything starts with kai. I That's love right. it. Love yep. it. Yep. Well, okay, so we got you here. Now it's starting to sound like you're a bit of an all-in type person. You don't yep, tend to absolutely. cut the corner. You go no. and do a double degree. And, <laughs> you know, you don't just... <laughs> Some of us just learn how to cut with a knife. No, not you. No. <laughs> Got no. to know how to make it, cook it. <laughs> yeah. uh, fantastic. And manage it, as uh, Steve has said. So kia ora for that, and we all attest to that. It's, uh, when you come up to the marae, you've always got beautiful manakis, wonderful. I always go home a little rounder. <laughs> so uh, let's get to where you are now. So you uh, so park yeah. that, and you're doing what? Um, I've always done raranga since I came home and started with the Korowai, uh 16 years ago and I've always uh, I did a I did a while I was doing my chefing course I was doing a, a diploma in um, raranga up at North Tech okay. up at Whangarei oh, oh, you, you, you married? No yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. why I can do all this stuff. Now we know. <laughs> See, just work till two a.m. Get up at four a.m. Yeah, okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I was. I did a diploma in Raranga up at North Tech while I was doing my um, chefing. When I finished that, I um, Auntie Alice asked if we could do. Th- we were doing the tukutuku for the Fadi Nui now. Um, she asked if I could do that, and I said yes straight away. And um, 
jumped on with the whanau. There was six whanau. Mm. Um, and Te Hemoata came down to teach us as well. Mm. Or teach me, I didn't know how to do it. Um, and then we did the whanau. I worked on the whanau. Uh, then... Wow. Then we, we went to... What was that like? I mean, that's... Oh, it was awesome. It wow. was amazing. So we harvested. So we went to get our toy toy, our um, kia kia, our pinga. Now, is this all on the whenua? No. No, no we had to travel. Oh. We had to travel. We went to Pihai. Where did you have to go? We had to go to the Waitakere. Yeah. Um, what is that beach? Piha. Piha. Yep. Um, awesome Lee. beach. Lee, yeah, and um, some whānau, yeah, mm. and some whānau sent some pango from Otaki. Otaki, mm. yeah. Mm. So they did two panels down there as well for their 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 koha to the. How long does it take to do a panel fire? It takes a while. It depends how fast you are, but everything has to be perfect, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a day then. All right, two days. Uh, Yeah, so we did the whanui. I finished off my patissier course, and then (laughs) Mum and I went to Takiura to do one year in Rumakireo, only because um, not knowing any real. Um, so I, I wanted to learn how to speak reo, even understand it. Uh, I, my reo was a little bit better. I understand a whole lot more, but I, I've a lot of work to do on that, so that's another thing I need to carry on with. Yeah, and uh, then I went to Te Wananga Aotearoa to do a degree in Raranga, and I finished, I graduated last year. Oh. So that was when I made my decision I was going to step out of the kitchen. So I, I told Uncle Matt, who's the marae manager, so that would have been a year and a bit ago, so he knew I was going to leave. And the date kept on extending out. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want it to go. <laughs> no. But, it, yeah, I was, mm. I was ready to change now. I, I, you know, yeah. I've done what I could. In the whare, so and now I'm yeah, so now mm. I'm full time weaving. It's quite amazing um, listening to the conversation because you know our listeners can't see often what's going on in the room, but there's a lot of emotion in your voice when you speak about some past things of recent time even, mm. and um, you know it just shows me that obviously there's been a lot of love there, a lot of uh, affection and aroha uh, for the people in your life, um, which is just awesome. Uh, one question we ask, you know, anyone who comes on the show, just with the times we're living in at the moment, with a lot of uh, young people losing hope, um, and not just young, but, you know, young married couples, just, just people in general, there's, there's just such uh, negativeness around us and conversation. And we always just like to, you know, just to ask at some point in the show how you might encourage people that could be listening who, who maybe don't have as much love around them for whatever reason, and, and often there's so many reasons why, you know, we, our lives aren't filled with um, joy. Some of our lives are blessed in that way, and others it doesn't seem that's the case. And how they they how they can, um, you know, just keep going. And and how would you encourage that for those people listening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry to put you on the spot. Ketapai, ketapai. I'm a firm believer that raranga is a healing. Uh, raranga... Um, you go into a space when you weave and for me that helps I've seen it I've seen it work um, you sort of I call it the zone you get in the zone mm. um, and, and you basically you tune out from the world and you're concentrating on your mahi with your hands and raranga is quite funny is that it, it doesn't work when your heart your mind is all in sync it, it, hey? it, yeah, no, it's it weird. Doesn't eh? work. It doesn't mm. work how you want it to work. You know, when you paint a picture, you know, you've got to have your mind, your heart, everything, all in in line, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, to 
paint this picture and it's the same with Raranga. It's exactly the same. Um, I mean, a lot of people when they say they want to make a kete and you tell you show them how to prep it. I mean, if you get 20 people or even two people to make it the same kete, it'll all look different. Mm. So, um, and I believe that's the wairua in the person and and it's it's the harakeke connecting with that person. So, um, yeah, I'm quite a big believer in raranga as a healer. Uh, yeah. Beautiful, so. beautiful. But it's, it's even things like, um, like, you know, going out to harvest and going out on the yep. first right. night. Yeah. And being in there, you know, like when the, um, the juice still on the harakeke and I don't know, there's just something other world about Mm. Handling it and being there—that that that's um, um, really fulfilling. Mm. Um, and no matter what what's gone on, no matter what um, kind of is happening in your life, just being out there, being alone, and harvesting, and or even to go and collect the materials at the beach or in the bush mm. is um, just really yeah. fulfilling. And I think because sure. you you usually harvest as a group sometimes right. you can go out and harvest yeah. if you're doing large projects you can harvest as a group and that's whakawhanaungatanga mm. and that's um, that's whakapapa that's all of that mm. and it's it's um, connecting with the whenua um, it's connecting with your teammates your whanau um, it's, and it's all just building up relationships and raranga is all about relationships they, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you, you know you meet one weaver and you say oh do you know so and so from somewhere you know down the road and she's a weaver and, and that's how we connect all of us oh. weavers weaving, the weaving world I think is quite small <laughs> so we know a lot of other weavers from all over the country and, and I've met in my travels and my, my journey at this moment I've met a lot of Awesome mm. weavers, wow. beautiful people, really beautiful women and men. Mm. So, and oh. I've oh. met some really wonderful weavers. Yeah. So that's the rawa. That's the the resources. Um, and it sounds like your fakamana there, the influence that that brings, uh, which is why the wairua you pick it up. But it's so strong when you're looking at our at the mm. tukutuku or. Uh, mm. Or kōrua or anything that we put our hands to for that mm. matter uh, is the extraordinary depths. It's like layers eh, mm. of things that are in it. Um, so it's it's interesting your discipline of your training to be able to hold that and to adhere, I suppose, to those those uh, kawa tikanga uh, things. Eh? So the pono and the tika are right, as you say. Yeah. That's the devotion. Yeah. yeah? So it, it's, it brings out that wairua as it needs to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Eh? When I first started, um, and I still get amazed by how brilliant our people were. Very. And still are. Very creative. Totally, and, yeah. You know, uh, our, mm. they were masters in the, in the world. Yes. They knew, when they sure. came to this country, mm. they, they didn't know what was here. They yeah. walked, in, uh, walked on the yeah. whenua and they discovered it. And and figured it out. Yeah, well, mm. I mean, we we mustn't lose sight of the fact that uh, they they were ariki, yeah, and they mm. were tohunga, mm. yeah, they were yeah, already, yeah. Um, what did someone say? Universe masters right. on the yeah. ariki yeah. line and the spirit, the yeah. and the physical. They, they were, were walking amazing. in between the two, yeah, like the university, yeah. Uh, and then you, yeah, our tohunga under that are our experts, you know. And we've lost a bit of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sort of trying to, you know, bring that back through the the Tohunga Suppression Act, nineteen twenty eight, twenty nine, took a lot of that away, and actually, I think you know, there's there's a, some discussion going on around reinstating the, this Ariki and this Tohunga lines, uh, bringing that back in again mm. as as a process, mm. you know. Mm. Um, anyway, no, very very interesting. Wow, very <laughs> well. Now I happen to know <laughs> that you're moving. This fuddy is the contents of the fuddy. Oh, yes. Tell us about that. I mean, wow! So uh, you just stepped into the job, and you're yeah, we're building or we ref- we we're refurbishing a fuddy on the house on the marae, 
and um, <laughs> so I'm moving from our little Farepura to Puawai, uh, and it's got bucket loads of resources in there that Ooh. Auntie Alice has kept over the years and built up. Rooms um, of it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's actually really cool because I've been finding things for the last year, <laughs> digging things out that she's kept. And it's it's actually, it's been telling me a story from when they started. So the last things I pulled out were tuk- some tukutuku frames, framing, mm. wow. and um, there were two footers and one foot, and that's what they used to make to fundraise. And I only just found them last week. Oh, no, the week wow. before. And so now we're using them again. Mm. Um, and there's still some of the old um, half rounds, wooden half rounds, a totara, wow. half rounds. And um, we're using those to make some tukutuku, and I'm teaching the whanau now how oh, to right. put them together. Now what about if someone wants to learn it? Oh, yeah, we have wānanga every, every month at the Marae. Okay, yeah. so you just heard listeners. You can turn up, Ngāti Whātoho Rāke, once a month. And come and do a workshop. Yeah. Oh, we have a Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Oh, what's that called? It's called Te Puawe Mahitoi. Oh, choice. And um, I I post on it, and the weavers who are on there. So there's a whole group of weavers, all at different stages of their learning, uh, and Fano friends, all on there. Um, yeah, and I post Wananga dates once a month. So we got our first, our next wānanga is at the end of this month, September, and our next one's end of October, and then November we're going up north to harvest pingal. Wow, Yay. awesome! Can't wait. <laughs> so it's all it's all going on. You mm. in a new new job? You did a new centre uh, yes. for all the work you want to do. Uh, yep. The mahi toy. Wow. Uh, by the way, if you get the chance to have a look at this new furry, which I have. Fortunately, and it's got like a 180 degree vista of, of the city Rangitoto right out to the harbour. It's yep. most magnificent view uh, you could see in all of Tamaki Makoto. It's just utterly glorious. Mm. Oh, awesome. Uh, Fire, just in our closing moments, is there anything you'd like to add? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the risk I take asking that question. <laughs> no, no, it's no, been a pleasure to have you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, real delight. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Steve, how about you, mate? Anything you want to close out with? No, I'm all good too. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a miracle getting you guys in here. <laughs> and yeah. I you have to share. Yeah, literally. Uh, no, it's... Um, what an awesome story, Barone. Um And the fact that you're committing to preserving and enhancing the tūpuna, the whakapapa, you know, and holding that mana, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. Uh, toki, it's, it's, yeah, we've all got to step up, eh? I just thought about that, those people you were saying, they needed to do something, well, they can come to the wānanga. That's what, that's eh? what it's all about. Yeah. Mm. You know, they've got to meet, meet people. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, they'll be fine. I and and, mm. and now you've got this next level uh, fuddy. Yes, that's right. To hold a, a few flash more fuddy. with a bit of an art gallery at the yes, front, gallery, the monarchy. Yes. Yep. Yes, it's going to be really a fantastic space. I'm yeah. looking forward to. Uh, so I'm a, I'm on a new journey as well, another journey on a parakore journey, which is a this <laughs> <laughs> a zero waste. Zero waste. Yep, absolutely. I'm a staunch zero waste supporter. We all are. We zero all are. Waster. I'm bringing our whanau in and into it. So, yeah, Parakuri has been through Kafia, started there, and they go through Marae, and there's, it's, it's all over the country now. Mm. But I want our Marae to be zero waste, and I know the council wanted in 2025 to be yeah. zero waste. I want that. In well, Māori, we, we should lead that. Yeah, yeah, we talk yeah. about kaitiakitanga. Mm. Aye, aye. And... You know, we're not actually doing the job properly, so we need to start looking at parakure and looking after papatuanuku and mm. our whanau and our whenua. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> We've all been uh, given the word. <laughs> Zero waste. <laughs> oh, no, it's fantastic. Well, look, thank you for coming in to, to Mangai uh, and sh- all of you are sharing with us uh, this, you know, tonight. It's not always easy to have to share, you know. <laughs> 
Uh, but it, it's a great story. And, um, you know, our listeners at home tonight, if you've heard something that Baronia um, and Fire and Steve have shared, you know, I hope it encourages you, you know, to get off the couch, have a go. Mm. Um, I say failing to succeed. Mm. In fact, if you ain't failing, you ain't succeeding. It's through that that I think my granny said we get wisdom somewhere along mm. the line. Mm. Uh, it rubs off, you know. Um, so let's get off the couch. Let, let's you know fail to succeed. Let's get out there and have a go at it. I've always said I, I, yeah. I'm a tutu. Yeah, well, you I should. Have... <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I just like trying things. Too. Yeah, well, I mean, you attest to that tonight with your journey. And uh, look, we just want to wish you well as uh, you go forward uh, representing your people there at the Marae. Um, I, I suppose I, I've got one thing. I'd like to see more opportunities for people in Tamaki Makoto to be able to come up and, uh, you know, to do some of that learning. And uh, mm, so let's hope for that. Art center is. <laughs> <laughs> Conflict of interest. I need to leave the room. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. So look, we'll leave it there for tonight. And uh, so thank you, Baronia, for coming and sharing. Mm, uh, fantastic quarter. All thank you, Fano. Fire, would you like to close with a, with a prayer for us uh, this you. evening? We'd really love that. Kia ora. Um, e pa whakawhieta i tēnei taonghirungi i te roha uh, Engari ko haere mātou he o mātou kāinga e whakapai tēnei wāhe mō rātou nō rei te kāme te kororia āke āke āmane āmane I just finish all the poro poro āke āpiti hono tātai ono um, te hunga mate ke te hunga mate Ape te hono tātai hono te, o, te hunga ora Te hunga ora Nō reira Tēnā koutou Tēnā koutou Tēnā koutou katoa mm. Kia ora Kia ora, Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora.